You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu! Can I be heard? Can you be heard? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You could be heard. I could be heard. The volumes look good. Okay. Three, two. Mic check. Mic check. Waifu, waifu. My telly man. Is that you? What's happening, brother? What's happening? How we feeling? Oh, my God. I'm feeling so damn good today. Today is wow. about to be a good ass show. I legit. I mean, there's going to be good parts and not good parts. Yeah, you're right. But it's going to be great <laughs> conversation as always. This is Mike Check Waifu Waifu, episode 55, brought to you by at Polo Born Fly, my brother King Teliano here. And as always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure y'all go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code Waifu to save. Also, check out gillflags.jp. They got some dope anime flags that you can put behind you. So if you're a podcaster, YouTuber, etc., go grab some flags there and uh, hang it up behind you. Um, also, it's brought to you by our Patreon producers, Monique Williams, Connor, uh, D Prince, and my boy Explicitly. Thank y'all so much for supporting the show. Holy crap, we got a show for y'all today. Man, this is the show that I, w- that I was so excited for. Shout out to at Rob J underscore for recommending that we review Bungle Stray Dogs on our Patreon. Uh, yeah, that, that was great. That was a great idea. We had to watch three seasons, but it was worth it. Yeah. We're going to talk 100%. about that. <laughs> of course, we're going to talk about the review of Bungo Stray Dogs in the second half of the show. So if you haven't watched Bungo Stray Dogs, make sure you watch it before you listen to the second half of the show. Um, but today we oof, we got some anime to talk about. Um, First, before we get into that, though, Tell, have you watched anything other than the main things? Uh. Not specifically, but I do have something I want to kind of talk about. What you got, bro? Um, so this has been in my head for a while now. Cause I feel like almost like this is the one like speck of dust or, or negativity on our podcast, and it's our B stars rating. Yes, man. And I'm gonna uh I'm gonna give a little excuse <laughs> as to why. B stars has its rating, right? Okay, I'm down. Especially since I'm not a slice of life kind of person. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna talk about why B stars resonated with me so much and why uh, why it makes me feel bad. So uh, my my entire life, my mom probably don't know this, but uh, growing up, I used to fight like all the time, like okay. all the time. That I know. Just just people just I was the short dude and I, I really wasn't that short but I had a really short temper yep and so I was always super yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was always super nice but I would uh I would play nice and then someone make me mad and I blow up right yeah and I think I kind of resonated with B stars for that kind of like any anything with a, a wolf in sheep's clothing kind of kind mm. of pers- persona it's kind of like how I feel like I fit in and how I identify myself. Yeah. So I kind of think this is why B stars resonated with me so much. Cause I feel like I put myself in 
our main character's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I was Legoshi and I was, I was the, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Like I knew that I could have been this savage, but I wasn't going to do that. Right. Like, you know, I used to box in mm-hmm. North Carolina. I was doing Brazilian jujitsu and I felt like I was really in my element doing those things. Mm-hmm. And those are very aggressive things. Right. And, uh, I feel like that's why I resonated with B-Star so much because it, it hit me at a core level. Not yeah. necessarily the slice of life part hit me at a core level, but just the me itself. being in that. Yeah, the character itself. Now, and, that, uh, okay. So, are you, I'm sorry I, if you weren't done. You, you're no, done? No, okay. I wasn't done, but go ahead, go ahead. Because I, I'm, I'm so want to hear what you have to say about it. I do want to add, that's what makes our review so great. For those of you that don't know, we rate five categories, right? There's characters, there's sto- there's plot or story, there's mm-hmm. animation, there's uh, sound design. Like, there's multiple things we rate. And I think both of us gave the characters a pretty decent score, right? I, can't, I wish, yeah. wish we would have kept track of that, but... That's not the only thing that you gave a high score to that I feel personally. Yeah, because I I know I like the animation. Exactly. And you did not like the animation. Mm-hmm. But I know in my mind, I really enjoyed the animation. I think I gave the sound design like a, a B kind of score. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I gave the animation like a nine. Mm-hmm. And I think in my mind, the animation to me was on point. And I know there's so many people who didn't like the animation. And so like my liking the animation was almost controversial mm. because I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I don't I personally don't mind having a controversial opinion. Yeah. I just wanted to get it out there as to why I actually liked I absolutely Yeah, I absolutely love that reasoning though. That reasoning yeah. is fucking fire. Like yeah. and it's and it's like justified. Like Lagoshi as a character is a great fucking character. The yeah. story of Beastars, the whole philosophy behind Beastars is great. Just the animation, the sound design, it just it wasn't it wasn't all the way there for me, for me personally. Yeah. And and I, I get that. And that's that's the that's also the beauty of our rating scale mm-hmm. is that like if you ask for Polo's specific score, like Polo's score is gonna be more relevant to what people who like what kind of what what Polo likes. Slice and my score is gonna be more relevant to people what I like, what I like. And it's it's also extremely Actually. weird that I gave a slice of life a, a higher score than I Polo. Know. I know. <laughs> but that, like I said, the reasoning behind that is because of I think the resonance with the Legit show. Legit reason, yeah. Uh, it's the identity in the show. I so, love it. I love uh, it, dude. I, it took me some. I introspected all day for that. Thank you so much <laughs> for that, because that shit that that's wonderful, man. That's some good stuff. So I mean, for those of you who listen to our podcast and <laughs> and know that our B stars review is a little bit up there, you know, there's a reason for it, and there's a damn good reason, I think. I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that because that was a that was a good one. Also, shout out to our our friends on Twitter, man. We absolutely adore y'all. We think y'all are incredible. If y'all can do us a favor, you know, retweet the page, give us a shout out or two. What I what what we're try what we're trying to do with our social medias is to build naturally. So we don't we don't we don't ask for follow for follows or any, or any mm-hmm. ridiculous crazy hashtags we don't do that we just want to build a legit community of people that actually like like what we do and like our content so i mean if y'all do if y'all know a friend that may like our content share to twitter follow us at my check waifu if you're not already following us on twitter that would mean a lot because we're actually really close to 300 so we appreciate that um but bro uh this was uh, I finished. I finally finished ID Invaded because I totally forgot about it. I stopped at twelve. I 
didn't wow. I didn't remember it was thirteen episodes. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, the last episode was pretty good. It was pretty good, but watching it reminded me that the show is just pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's not even great, like compared to. Maybe this is Tower of God fault, but yeah, it's Tower of God fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. totally Tower of God fault. Because going back to ID Invaded, I realized that show was just, whew, it's kind of just okay. It's kind of yeah. just, everything that I said was going to happen, I predicted it pretty much throughout the, almost throughout the entire show. And the way everything played out, I kind of sensed it coming. Other than her, because um, I thought she was going to commit suicide. Um, the girl at the the end, obviously the one that was causing the nightmares and shit. Yeah. The one who was the basically the entire system, the dive system that they used. Um, but she didn't. She actually stayed alive. So there's some room for continuation of ID Invaded. And will I watch it? Of course. Like the, the show was definitely good enough to watch whatever comes next. But yeah. I don't think I'm gonna watch it week to week. It's not when and- I have to watch week to week. Yeah, and definitely they had so much room for improvement yes. that you can hope that a season two would be better, right? Yes, yes. Like, they, all right, we'll say they laid the groundwork mm-hmm. with this season. Because right. I agree with that, that it was just, like, okay. It wasn't, like, I, I w- I'm surprised you even said pretty good. Because to me, like, it was good, but it wasn't, like, pretty good. Like, you know, pretty good is, like, better than this. <laughs> yeah, I but, guess I, pretty good for me would be Inspector. Maybe even better than pretty good, actually. Yeah, Inspector, I thought was was good. Um, like I would, I would watch a season two of Inspector for sure, a hundred percent. Whereas ID Invaded, like even though I was like the main one who was hyping ID Invaded, I I think in reality it was just good. And I mean, I could wait, I could happily wait for that. Yeah, true, true that. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um. Was there anything else? I didn't watch anything else. Um, Other than so Bungo. We did touch on this a little bit, but I kind of, did you want to talk about Kid Sea Ghost a, a little bit? Kind of like do a deeper dive into the information? Okay, there? we sure can, but before we do that, I, f- I almost forgot. Did you like uh, Ahura no Sora? Was that? Ahiro no Sora? Ahiro no Sora, yeah. Um, I did really like it at the beginning. Part of the issue I had with it is that when I was watching it, literally, I was watching that week to week, and then I picked up Haikyuu. I saved this 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 DM for Twitch, just for you, or not from Twitch, from Twitter, just for you. It's from our homie uh, at J Shakur at J H S H A K O O R twenty two. He said he couldn't yeah. remember if it was one of us that said that we liked the show, but he sent me a a a, a picture of these Jordans he got mm-hmm. that are Ahora Nosora. What's the show called? Yeah, I hear on Nosora. I hear on Nosora. Yeah, he picked. He sh- sent me these pictures of these fucking Jordans that look absolutely incredible, and I'm about to text you the picture right now. I want to get your reaction live on the podcast. I bet. But they're they're like they're anime inspired Jordans that looks completely freaking insane. And he had a question for us for the uh, for the pod. He said, "Is there any anime clothing uh, collaborations that we love too?" So before we get into the to the kids see ghost, I want to talk about that a little bit. Okay. And here comes the picture now. These motherfucking shoes are nasty. I'm not even a sports anime watcher, and I'm fucking. He said he's never worn them once. <laughs> oh, those are nice. <laughs> Fuck, Dude, it's the 
anime inside of the shoe. Oh, it looks so sick, dude. It looks so sick. <laughs> oh, those are clean, though. Right? I'm like, so, and then, then he's made us think, like, what's our favorite, uh, like, anime clothing combinations? He mentions, mm-hmm. uh, he said, I was going to write into the show and ask what you fa- uh, what you guys' favorite anime clothing collab is. I say mine's are these number sixes or hi- the Hype Land tie-dye Naruto hoodies, which we okay. see everywhere. Those are sick. I absolutely so, love that. Um, my favorite ones are the the Mobile Suit Gundam X's um, RX-78 sneakers. They're mm. Air Maxes, so they're they're super comfortable, like running shoes. But they got the Gundam colors, so they're white, um, blue, and yellow with like red highlights on them. And, and Gundam inspired. Yeah, they're Gundam inspired. So like they almost like the Gundam's like face looking at you. Oh, that's um, yeah. I love them. I, I love those. And then I think I actually really like the uh, Dragon Ball inspired Adidas. Oh my god, yeah, those are ill. Yeah. Those are uh, I preferred the Majin Buu ones, the pink and like dark blue yeah. ones. Those, you know, because Boo is my favorite yep. of the villains. Mm-hmm. But I saw I love the pink ones. I don't have nothing to wear them with, but if I had them, I'd find something. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, man. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to say mines, and not just because they we represent them, but Lou Complex. Lou Ooh. Complex does some shit with their anime gear. So, like for instance, there's this fucking drawing of Rim. That's done by the uh, owner, Crawford himself. The drawing of Rim, but in Death Stranding's uh, like world and lore, that looks absolutely incredible. You can actually get a guild flag of it right now. Um, it's so sick. Also, he he also did like a bunch of different inspired, like the Darling and the Franks hoodie is like one of my favorite hoodies. Um, what he does is he takes his main character, draws him in the world of uh, Darling and the Franks. Uh. Uh like art like art style yeah which is awesome man i i absolutely love Lou. like i don't just rep them just because they're the homies i rep them because i love their shit <laughs> like it's legit awesome stuff man what else well i do like the hype land tie-dye stuff oh yeah. what was that one that we got tagged in too who was that from it was from explicitly actually oh uh, the, that guy who was uh, uh, he was looking for people to, to promote his stuff, but it's super dope, man. Yeah, yeah his, like, it, I actually checked out his work. A lot of it is super clean. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a Naruto hoodie he did that was pretty dope. Not, not I don't think it was a hoodie. I think it was just like a shirt, but it had a, a pretty dope design. Uh, you know the Akatsuki flame. Yeah, yeah, man, I love it. It's, you know that's a that's a staple for everyone, but. Yep. I think he he did a pretty cool uh, design like a unique with that. job of it. Yeah. Oof, man. I I just thought those Jordans was so sick, man. Yeah, if I were you, I would never wear them. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Put them probably, in a case. Yeah, they'll probably just be chilling somewhere. Oh man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks for that, Jay Shakur. We appreciate you, bro. And thanks for listening. He said he finally caught up. He said he's just behind two episodes, so he should be hearing his episode shortly. So yeah. shout out to you, bro. He's a great follow on Twitter. Um, yeah. So back to this kid see ghost. Now, okay. For people that don't know, tell if you want to explain what kid see ghost is. So kid see ghost is a. I don't even know if we really call it a rap group, but kid see ghost is a dish is essentially a rap group, but it's Kid Cudi and uh, or Kanye West and Kid Cudi, mm-hmm. and they are producing an animated series 
Uh, and from the trailer, it obviously uses a lot of CGI, but it seems to have very anime vibes to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, heavily inspired by anime. So it's Kid Cudi playing this little uh, wolf, right? A little wolf character. And it's Kanye yes. West playing a Kanye bear, which everybody knows from college dropout, et cetera. It's um, Kid Fox and um, Kanye Bear. Yeah, Kid Fox and Kanye Bear. Yo, <laughs> the one thing that we talked about, because we talked about this on our bonus podcast, the after story. One second. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if y'all heard that, but I was chasing this tail. But uh, yeah, it's... um, What was I saying? Shit. We talked about it on the bonus podcast. We, we talked about it on the bonus podcast, the after story that you can catch on patreon.com slash mycheckwaifuwaifu. How incredible something like this is going to be purely from a sound design standpoint. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not entirely sure how good their act, the voice acting is going to be, but I can guarantee you that soundtrack is probably going to be top of the line. Probably the best yeah. shit you heard in anime. And not to mention. So the, the creative director Takashi Murakami is a contemporary artist. Um, most well known for his, uh, his fashion merchandise and animation. And the dude's work is like almost trippy and like ridiculous. Like oh, I'm like a it, devil make crybaby type shit. Kind of uh, for like his animations, but like his actual like live artwork is very vibrant color. It's very like Kanye and Kid Cudi esque like mm, work. I'm down. So I can't imagine this not looking like not looking absolutely amazing. Like he's not. They're not gonna cut any corners on this. Um, probably going to be one of the most highly, like, well-produced series for a yeah. while. If and I, I want, that's why I really want to know the most. Though, is this going to be a series or is this just going to be like a short, short? Yeah, like a short. Which, nonetheless, like, if you give me like a hour and a half movie of Kanye and Kid Cudi, I'll take it. Yeah, right. Um, but <laughs> if you give me no. twelve episodes. Or even if you give me like a running series on like I don't know Cartoon Network or something like that or Toonami because it, it ain't gonna show up on Cartoon Network it got cussing in it yeah true <laughs> uh, I I mean I would love to see this um, anywhere dude dude's amazing they're all amazing um, so I'm I'm hyped to see where this goes absolutely absolutely dude the fact that that Kid Cudi and Kanye together like them together on any song always it like is incredible. Almost always. Wolves Definitely. is one of my favorite songs ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. All right, bro. Let's get into the two shows that we really here to talk about besides Bungo, Stray Dogs. The Tatoes and the Meat. The Tatoes. <laughs> <laughs> the Tatoes and the Meat before we get to the buns. Um, so... Let's <laughs> fucking Tower of God, bro. All right, spoilers for Tower of God. The series is done. They don't uh, miss. They, they don't fucking miss. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll review this soon. Um, maybe <clears throat> maybe we'll review it with another podcast. Maybe we'll see. Um, Sorry, I, I didn't understand. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, Tower of God, bro. Listen, fuck Rachel Part Two. Hey. <laughs> um, this literally solidified Rachel as being one of the the most easily hateable characters in anime. Again, the fuck Rachel or Duck Rachel Part One was enough. 
what she did pushing Bam off that ledge was enough. But them explaining it in episode 13, bro. It just solidified it. It made it worse. It was like. No. They, it's almost like Ugh. they gave you that backstory. And it, they knew that there's no way after giving you this backstory, she could come back from this. No. Because they, and what they did well, though, is they recapped the entire season and then prepped us for next fucking season. Yo. And we was like, yo, I want to fight Rachel right now. And it also makes Straight you up. Saudi. It makes you Saudi because, spoiler alert, all of Bam's friends thinks Bam's dead. Yep. So they're like, well, Bam's, Bam would have wanted us to take Rachel to the top. So that's what we're going to do. So now all of these friends are these goons protecting the bitch we all hate. Excuse my language. I don't even call women bitches, but this. She got, she got straight goons on her side. Oh, my God. Some heat, man. Listen. listen. So um, I know uh, Worst Jen has some questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> is is, uh, is Coon a bad guy because he mad shady? Um, no, hell no. What is not uh, also? Is, it, is that how they worded it? Hold on, hold on. He says, Kuna bad guy because because he's he seems shady. Uh, oh, I, oh, he's asking the question. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I screenshot it because I was, I was interested. It's a whole little thread right here. He said, They said, just finish Tower of God. Where who do I find my complaints to? Yeah, bruh, yeah. We, we all got the same complaint, <laughs> which is up. Rachel. Um, he said, is Kuhn good or bad because homie is mad sketchy? They really going to end the first season like that. Rachel, Rachel really out here being grimy like that and going <laughs> to get a personal escort? Just what are these sneaky motherfuckers' goals that orchestrated all this shit? <laughs> now, that's the beauty of a show like this. Yes. Because uh, they did such a good job at leaving you with questions that are burning like you want you want these answers yes and uh i can't wait until they give us like you know um like a solid answer or they reveal what's happening next because this shit's crazy and we got to see like a hint of a time skip Mm -hmm. ponytail bam yeah, ponytail Bam. <laughs> Bam got his hair back from the first episode. That Let's he cut go. Off. All right. So, like, all right, what you feeling? Because I, I will tell you, um, I rated this series already, but we gonna we gonna wait to reveal yeah, that. <laughs> no, we gonna, we gonna wait to reveal that for the uh, for the group. Park that in your back pocket, bro. It's parked. <laughs> it's parked. So I I just couldn't help it. Man, this fucking this show literally. I don't. I don't understand. I'm with, uh, I know Black Anime says something on Twitter about this, but I don't understand how people can call this show boring. I can't, it was shit happening around every corner. Everything that somebody said, whoever was talking on the screen, it was something important from episode one, from minute one, episode one, it was something important all the way to to episode 13. Like everybody was bringing the fucking heat when it came to like dialogue. Everybody yeah. was bringing the heat when it came to suspense. Everybody was bringing the heat when it came to just mystery. Mystery that you cared about, though. We're going to get into mystery a little, bit, a little bit later. But, bro, this show is phenomenal. Yeah, and, and the beauty of it was, like, the dialogue, what they did was either... Almost all the dialogue was either geared towards developing a scenario, yes. characters, or the world, yes. right? 
So like it almost didn't seem like any dialogue was wasted. Right. Um, which is hard for a show like this to do with what, 13 episodes. Facts. They only had 13 episodes, which some seasons, some shows still got episodes going and don't have this much like um, intrigue in them. Right. And I feel like if you're not intrigued by this show, you really just didn't pay attention. Mm-mm. Like that you, you had to be like, you didn't have to be looking at the screen. You could have just literally, I could have my eyes closed listening to this shit. And I'd be like, yo, <laughs> yo, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Like, yo, what are you talking about, bro? Like, ain't no way that's going on. Like, yep. I don't know. It, I, the man. show got me hyped. Um, I think it deserves a season two. I can't wait for them to announce it. Yeah. You know, it's coming soon. That's yeah, it's got to, it's yeah, got to. That's without a doubt. If not, I guess I might as better get the reading because um, there's no way in hell I'm letting that stop. But of course it's getting a season two. Of course it is. I just can't. I don't understand how that shit is as good as it is. But it's so quiet. Like, I mean, not that it's quiet because Twitter is hyping it up, too. But I don't feel like it's getting the love like the when my hero first came, dropped or Demon Slayer was running. Like, it's not getting the same love. And that is crazy though, because it didn't get like that break the internet moment. Like the, the did, break the internet though. moment is like when when Rachel pushed him off that uh, that little floating pallet thing mm-hmm. or whatever that that pedestal. Literally, that would have been a moment that if I said that was my hero. That shit would have broke the internet. Would have been Straight everywhere. Up. You know, would have been trending on Twitter without actually like specifically like trending for you. It'd have been trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't understand why I didn't get that, but you know. Uh, I guess it's viewership, uh, but it has to have it. Like this show, yes. I, I don't know. This show, this show is easily gonna be on the most anticipated for season two. Facts, a hundred percent facts. Uh, now let's roll over to the next joint, man. Uh, before we rolling, get into the rolling, next rolling. joint, how you feeling, Tell? How's your week been? Uh. I would say I'm I'm Liddy again, like uh Tory Lanez. But um <laughs> I've been, I don't know, bro. It's been it's been a solid week for me. You know, the week new week just started. I had three days off and I'm about to go into four days off after mm-hmm. working today. So I'm cool. I'm about to get some rest in. Um, Chill. I think I'm about to binge me another series. True. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish. I think I'm gonna finish uh I'm gonna pick up a slice of life and then I'm gonna I'm gonna binge uh, my team romantic comedy. Oh, that is coming next week, ain't it? Snafu? Yeah. Pick up Snafu. Just go ahead and start that joint. See if you like I, it. I got you. I got you. See if you like that uh, joint. Maybe if you pick up Hajime no Evo. I got to. I have to. That, that'd be is, is there a long running slice of life? Uh, Well, two seasons of my team romantic comedy is, I think, 12 episodes each. <laughs> so. Okay. I was going to say, that's not no a really real. fair trade because yeah. Hajime no Evo is like. A commitment, episodes. yeah. It's a it's a commitment part time job. <laughs> straight up, straight up. It ain't no one piece, but it's a, it's. We know with your binging skills, it'll be done in in a month Facts. or a week. But you know, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I do my. I must say though, I can, this week for me has been um. It's been enjoyable, uh, trucking through the Last of Us too. If you notice, mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do right now is I'm trying to pander because we about to talk about Gleipnir. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was <laughs> So let me just go ahead and quit pandering and let's talk about fucking Gleipnir. Gleipnir, okay, spoilers for Gleipnir. You don't have to fucking watch the show. I mean, even with what we're talking about, you'll be okay with still watching the show. The show mm-hmm. is kind of a clusterfuck. Um, 
we've I think all the long we've been watching it, we've been like, okay, like I can kind of see what they're doing, but they gotta they gotta switch this shit up if it's gonna be good. Like episode two was fucking phenomenal, great, dope. But then like, what were the ramifications for that? There wasn't any. Or mm-hmm. the when they met the guy with the blade hands, he was dope. They finally caught back up with him, <laughs> and it was just the most mind like why for what it was no reason no point i mean why are you bringing back this episode (laughs) exactly it was stupid but episode 12 was so fucking fire if that was episode one bro this show would would have been special it would have been special if it would have just started off as kids and then slowly built that shit up episode six the spaceship crash episode seven they go they start to go find try to go find it you know shit like that like it's just so much and, and what's what's so ridiculous about it is that if they had started with episode 12 there's so much that wouldn't have needed backstory because yes. the backstory would have been the actual story you could yes. have just started with that shit yes. like you could have started with that and then we could have just taken off from there mm-hmm. like we could have seen uh, Shuichi you know do his change in episode like four yes bro. you know a third through the season and we could have seen him go hard and then like you know some kind of snap or something later like we could have seen so much more did but you they, see, they just did, like <laughs> they, they played us like low key. like did you see how they tried and, to kind of key shuichi though and it was a weak kind it was so fucking weak bro it didn't even like it wasn't even it didn't have no effect and then, and then also this just goes to show you that claire is a narcissist she's like I changed Shuichi. No, you didn't change Shuichi. Mm-hmm. First of all, we, we basically got the whole idea that Shuichi was going to be a goon anyway. And he was a goon beforehand. Yep. You know? And the only reason... So, like, that was probably the most interesting thing about it is that we got to officially find out that Elena erased his memory. And um, and I didn't even like that. Out. I didn't like that. Because I thought... I, that- what the it's fuck? A, it's a cop out. Yeah, it's a cop out. Yes, no, I agree. I'm, and and that also is stupid because she erased his memory again to forget Hanako or whatever her name is. But he didn't forget. So like, what no. did she do? Did did anything change? The show Loki had a cop out. And the only good thing, redeeming things about the show is when they actually give us information that is relevant to like yes. what happened in the past when they could have just made the past part of the story and just progressed from there. Yes. Uh, like I said on Twitter uh, to, to unbother Mike, you, you, they tried way too fucking hard to be mysterious. At first it was cool. It was like, okay, like I kind of see what y'all are trying to do, but it ain't working. Having the world already established with this alien in it was already too fucked up. Like you, you fucked up right there. I think personally, I mean, and even still, if you decide to go that route, you still could have done it way better than you did because with the explanation of everything, it's all so delayed. There seems to be no consequences for nothing. Like people aren't finding these dead people around. People aren't saying anything about the forest being set on fire and it's not on the news. It's like the world isn't changing around these people. The people are just affecting the world and the world is just moving the fuck on with their life. (laughs) <laughs> right this shit don't make any sense to me it's so it's so weak as far as plot goes that i can't stand it like the potential is there they have it all right there the premise is fucking there bro Especially- the animation studio they did a great oh, job with the beautiful. animation the sound like the audio like the Listen. music they implemented yes. like yo who who gave this who gave them this production value and then just said no nah, we're gonna we're gonna 
put this production value on a shitty show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Twitter might hate us for this, but we do not like Gleepnir, man. It's, At all. It fucking. I, I rated this already too. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> bro. I, I wasn't feeling it. This, I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and trash this. Real Gosh, quick. man, it's it's like one or two likable characters. The likable characters were in the show for maybe a total of 25 minutes out of 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. Man, I just, oof. I even like the girl that they fought better than some of the main characters. I the like the girl, girl that he fought with. Like when he, when he yes. they merged and became, yo, yep. she was like a better character instantaneously. Her sense was there. Like all of it was there. Like she had it. She had everything. She made sense of everything. Oh Even the God. shit that she did in this last episode, it yep. was like, okay, that makes sense for a character like you. Why yep. is no one else making sense in this show? It was fucked up, bro. It was so fucked up. Yeah. Um, you don't, y'all, y'all don't have to watch Gleep Near. Watch it when y'all bored and y'all ain't got shit else to watch in your queue. But uh, other than that, don't let your kids watch it. Don't taint them with this. Oh BS. fuck no, hell no. Um, I feel like we're gonna be alone in that. I'm sorry if y'all don't agree with this, but fuck, this show was not good. Um, I mean, some people on Twitter agree with us. Yeah, I, true, true. I even got a couple of people on the Facebook group who said uh, they dropped it because it it got monotonous and it just lost their attention. Facts, facts. Quickly born. Um, so what we're we gonna do? Uh, we're gonna give our recommendations, which I did not prep for. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be coming off the disome for me. Um, we're gonna give our recommendations, and then we got our Bungo Stray Dogs review, but. With our Bungo Straight Dogs review, we got a couple people essentially quote unquote calling in to the show to give their official Mike Check Waifu Waifu rating of the show and then give us like a few uh, anecdotes about it, like their favorite characters, their favorite part about the story, what they loved about the show uh, quickly. And then we're going to go into our review of it. So we after this break, the break is a, a song by my little cousin, <laughs> my actual little cousin, um, Nick's. At Nick's Nation on Twitter, featuring Black, actually. The song is mm. called The Sun, and it's incredible. Tweet at Nick's Nation, let them know you heard the song on the podcast and you thought it was dope, if you think it's dope. Um, which I, I think you, I think you, I think you guys like it. I think you guys like it. But um, yeah, so uh, we'll be right back. Identity with hell. One time for the nigga in the trap. Remix nigga move that pack. Got out, can't hold me back. Little nigga, I'm moody rap. Shine like the sunlight. My future too bright. They don't want rap, whoa. Nigga, that's a gunfight. Pep, 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 pep. cat, Splat. Damn. Work with Zerg. Fuck you, flip birds. Don't use pencils. Not from Pittsburgh. Get served with words from my head. What you saying? No, you scared. Now you dead. Fuck your thoughts, you a op, call a fish. All this blood, all these tears, out of shit. For the love, I don't do it for the brick. Fuck them diamonds, girl, I know my presence blinding. In the cut, waiting on the perfect timing. Got your girl on the shower rod, be the four hour dog, praise be the hour god. Mama told me, shine on them niggas like the sun. Bitch, I hit niggas on they head 
prime time and that's my time and that won't stop till I'm dead. I told those and I'm so chosen, they laughed at what I said. And while I out grinding, I out shining at home, sleeping they bed. I guess I live life for myself, I sacrifice for my niggas who ain't living right. And when I come with that cake, I'll be the only ones who gon' get a slice. And I live life for myself, I sacrifice for my niggas who ain't living right. And when I come with that cake, and when I come with that cake, I gotta levitate. I'll be the messenger on what they never say. Cause I know what the devil say. Gotta free your mind and soul, niggas, but they gotta meditate. Uh, I might just medicate and meditate. Think of many ways to elevate and levitate. I might just medicate or meditate. Think of many ways to elevate and levitate. Uh. Mama told me, shine on them niggas like the sun. As you can see, the layout is a little bit different on the video version. Make sure you guys check out the YouTube and subscribe. We appreciate that. But me and Mattel flipped because for this particular review, we're doing something kind of special. So, what we're going to do for the Bungo Stray Dogs review is we're going to bring in essentially like a call-in of two of our favorite folks. Talk about Bungo Stray Dogs and give their own personal reviews. And we're going to average their, their scores out with our scale and we're going to see how that goes. But first tell what's your recommendation for our friends on Mike check waifu waifu. I'm recommending an older classic, um, a psychological thriller, paranoia agent, man. Um, listen, bro, this is a show that actually scared me. <laughs> now it didn't scare me in the sense of like, it wasn't horror, right? The suspense yeah. of this little fucker with that bat, bro. And, and honestly, I remember like watching it as a kid and what really like was horrifying about it wasn't really like the fact that it was horror. It was more mm -hmm. like the the way they set up scenes. Yep. And it was I think it was like pretty expertly done. Low key, I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. Oh uh, yeah. And the reason I'm recommending this is because my sister in law was talking about what is this? Who's this little boy with a bat? She's in our Facebook group. And I was like, you don't remember Paranoia <laughs> Like and I was like, nah, I gotta recommend that. No, of course you don't remember because she's younger. So no, she's older. She she graduated a year before me. Oh shit! Okay. Damn. All right. Well, 
yeah, definitely watch Paranoia Agent. So for me, I'm going to recommend one of one of the best slice of life ever created. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the homie at Black Anime will agree. Um, this one is going to be called Toradora. Toradora is a romance uh, slice of life that, man, you want to talk about falling in love with his characters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These characters you root for almost like throughout the entire show. So, yeah, definitely check out Toradora. It's a it's a romance that I quite enjoyed um, quite a bit, quite a bit, actually. One of my favorite romances, for sure, I have to say. Check that joint out. Um, yeah, so... Like I said, with this review, we're going to do something a little bit special. We gave this notice literally last minute, just yesterday, from the time we're recording this. We record on Sundays. I sent out the the tweet Saturday, <laughs> so we didn't have really much time to set up, so we only can get a couple of people, but that's fine. They're ready to go. Um, the first person we're going to start off with is... Hello. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Not much. You wanna do you add- need my video? If you want. Hey, it's completely optional, though. We can short. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I'm in my room right now. <laughs> yeah, it's no problem. It's no problem. All right. So you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to uh, the listeners? Uh, my name is Ashanti, a.k.a. Spicy Lady, and I run Spicy Lady Talks podcast. Yeah. Spicy Lady Talks. It's a dope yeah, podcast. Check that out. We appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for having me. And of course. Of this course. Like so so I know. Uh, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. So we know yeah. this is like one of your favorite anime. She got the shirt on. Hey, she got the shirt on. <laughs> check out the video version. Check out our shirt. Our shirt is dope. Super dope. So, uh, what did you think about Bungo Stray Dogs? I, um, amazing show. I, I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, amazing characters. Just the fights are cool. The characters are all wonderful. It's yeah. just uh, a Jumian. And I'm I'm a big literature person, mm-hmm. so seeing that aspect in an anime was like crazy to me. Yes, and the fact that you added in like American like books into it that we read in high school that were boring. Yep. Seeing that in these characters, I'm like, I gotta have to go read that book again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one of when we figured that out because when then we figured that out just recently. Tell yeah, we we saw what was a tweet about it. it was yeah, like, Hold up, really. And then we put two and two together. It was like, holy shit, that's incredible. It makes sense. The Moby Dick went down. Yep. And yep. It, there's a reason why uh, he went down with the ship. And, it, yep. was, it was phenomenal. So, Spicy, who was your favorite character? Son, Asushi. He, I want to say, like, he's my favorite character, but he's my son, so that's different. <laughs> but <laughs> um, my favorite character has to be Chuya. I, I love Chuya yeah, so man. much. Listen. He, I relate to his pain. I relate to him. I just do. <laughs> yeah, he was fine. And he has a fedora. Like all guys, <laughs> are cool. <laughs> Man, so you probably love that the, the start of season three where they talked about the backstory between him and Donzai. That that part was probably one of my favorite moments in the entire yeah. show. Like that should have been the whole Dead Apple movie. The Dead Apple movie. I'm sorry, I know you love the series. The Dead Apple movie just was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Long. I feel like it could have been, but. It, yeah, it could have been a little shorter. I yeah, that. it was and, pretty long. <laughs> it just it, and it seems it seems so like thrown together, like it, and it was kind of incoherent for me. But the the movie should have been the Donzai and and Chuya story. Like that storyline had me at every fucking turn. It was incredible. <laughs> I just well, loved it. <laughs> what I wanted to say was that they do a very good job at like those opening like 
one to like five episodes are always like some of the best like story driven like yes. episodes like we don't i don't really even need that much action in those episodes because they give you so much like well-developed story there that is it's kind of fire and i i couldn't believe like i remember i was watching season two um like re-watching season two and those first like four to five episodes mm-hmm. were, were like so good with the backstory for them in the port mafia their yep. friendship and i was just like yo Oof. Yeah, can so I good. can I get more of this? I'm getting chills just fucking talking about it. To be honest, yeah, bro, <laughs> she was legit. If man. y'all that excited, <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. So, all right, spicy. This is what the people's been waiting for. Using the official mic check waifu waifu scale, starting off with characters. What did you rate the characters? A two hundred. <laughs> 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 like. I love all the characters, even like the background Port Mafia characters. Yes. You care about them um, and all that fun stuff. You just, you love all of them. Like all of them, I love. I just, I don't, I just relate <laughs> to all of them. They're written very well and mm-hmm. they, they give you enough mystery to where you want to keep watching to find out like if they're going to have a backstory or whatever, yes. you know? So it's, that's, that's what drew me in. That's what mainly with Asushi too. Like his backstory is still kind of like, Finically, at times, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about so, the next? Yeah, go ahead, tell. Character's perfect. I go ahead. I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> so, what did you give the uh, sound design? Three hundred out of <laughs> <laughs> another perfect ten. Okay, <laughs> I am not even using. I'm sorry. I don't need, I need to listen to directions. Yeah, that, ten, uh, ten out of ten. We, we get it. We get. We can guess. What you, <laughs> I like. Grand Grand Rodeo, they're they never miss. Mm. Um Life Luki, I think they did like the season three ending song. they the opener and the ending songs were are always yeah. especially that fight scene with him Fisher, how they played the full opening song in that fight scene. Yes. It literally elevated that fight even more and it just they did it perfectly in my opinion. Like <laughs> So so you think even the sound effects like during fights to ability sound effects and stuff was was up there too in the ten range? Yeah, from what from what I remember, um Yeah, I feel like I feel like they never like they were okay. Like they it it wasn't like crazy, like, you know, or like like whatever. It was it was fine the way it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe because like you said, it wasn't always a lot of fighting in Boomer Stray Dog sometimes. Yeah. So when it was going on, you were so into the fight that like the sound kind of was like you know like kind of cool, oh, but absolutely. from what I remember, but yeah, the- <laughs> sweet. So also, did you watch it in subs or dub? I watched it uh, both. Okay, and how was the voice actor for you in both? Because I watched in both too. I, I love Asagi's voice actor, um, and Kuniki is played by freaking. Um, What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's, I forget his name, but he plays a uh, crap. You got it pulled up. It's not, it's not. It's not. Huh? I think Tell has it pulled up. Hold on, wait. Who who's played by? Kunikita. It's, it's was it was it um what's the name? You told me. No, Chris Abbott. No, no. I don't think it was Chris Abbott. I think it was the other guy. I'm looking at sub voice actors. Oh, you're looking at something. <laughs> regardless, just, though, yeah, they, you're right about that. They didn't miss with any characters. Yeah, <laughs> the voice acting was some, was some of my favorite in in dubs in general. I never heard and anything. This I good. also I also thought the subs were really good as well. 100. percent 
Yeah, like after she screams, and yes. the were really great. <laughs> yes, I was just about to <laughs> say that. They were so cute. And <laughs> screams. Chuya screams were adorable and sub. I I loved his screams. They're so cute. So powerful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um. All right. Next is going to be the pacing. How did you think the show did as far as episode to episode with its pacing? I love the pacing of it. It it kind of it definitely stuck to the um, manga with the with the pacing of mm. it. Um, I felt like it was perfect. Um, I kind of when I first watched it, I kind of got thrown back with like the uh, flashbacks. Mm-hmm. They kind of don't really give you like a warning. Kind of just they yeah. said well, it was like flashback, and I'm like, whoa, like wait, where are we? And he's right. like, like with like the patch eye, and I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> but um, and but once you're in it, you're again, you're back immersed into it so like obviously like other than that and then it happens again in season three i was i'm used to it so i was like all right cool yeah. like you know it's it's the pacing was really great what you give it as far as rating goes i would say i'll say nine out of ten nine out of ten okay that's a good one yeah i yeah all right so the next thing i mean obviously it's gonna be the plot the story what you give the story like it's i the story is great there's there's always some new group coming in that they have to deal with yes it's but then it's also surrounded by like this book like what is this book that everyone is looking for (laughs) right you know i mean you know even in the current manga we just see like a a hint of it like we, we just saw a hint of it like last week so even even in the manga we still don't know like what this book is and it's someone's ability so it's just like who? Yeah. What is this book? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. And from what we heard at the end of season three, whatever ability that is, that shit is way OP. Yeah. <laughs> like so. They, OP. So basically, it can change reality, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever you basically write in it into reality, which makes, well, I couldn't even imagine in this type of world what that'd do. <laughs> Holy shit! And you said, what? Would you give it as far as scores? Would you give it a ten? Yeah, 10. 10? Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. And that goes back into the pacing, because even now, yes. we're, just, we're just finding out, too. It's like, what? Like, Because Fitzgerald was after it. Like, everyone's after yep. this book. Yep. All right, and the last category in the Mic Check Waifu Waifu official scale is animation, art style, direction, scenery, all of that good stuff. What did you think about that? I love the animation and we'll yeah. go straight on. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so, you know, it gets different. I already like the art style in the manga. So seeing mm-hmm. it on the anime, it's it stands out. Like, it's so different. And I feel like the studio did a wonderful job with capturing that yeah. and the adaptation. So I definitely give it a 10 out of 10. Because it, mm. it just, the cute moments with, like, their faces chibi. Like, it's, it's yeah. I love it. <laughs> they're, they're, okay, I am going to say this before we get to ours. Our review is actually going to come after you, you guys' review. But of what... <laughs> I love this is the one time in anime where I love when the art director takes away their face and like because it adds so much emphasis to the scenes it just feel, it feels right in this in this world in this show like yeah that though that part for some reason I don't like that shit in Black Clover I hate when they do that in Black Clover <laughs> <laughs> I don't like when they do it in like uh, Dragon Ball Z sometimes like it it didn't it didn't feel right but in this one because of the the way they set up the scenery or or the like where wherever the camera was angled like it was just wonderful absolutely and, wonderful and I think that has a lot to do with like the pacing like yes. why she rated the pacing so high because when 
when you give that, you take away that face for that emphasis, mm -hmm. like that means so much more because yes. it's not about the face anymore. It's about the entire picture, right? Yes. So if you're fo focusing on just the face, you're missing something else. And I mm -hmm. think that's where they were going with their artistic direction. And I, I like agree with that. Like I, I actually loved like you would know that the face is gone, but then you're like, oh my, oh shit, what am I missing? Am yeah. I missing something else? <laughs> it was um, powerful. And also, still, those zoom ins on Asuchi's stressed out face. Oh my God, yes. The big eyes and the zoom in. Can, oh my God, yeah, that shit was. That's how you know they were angry. Like when they were uh, talking about the Port Mafia going after the boss, I'm like, oh shit. Everybody got that that look on their face, and it was just. It was, they said, oh, hold on one Right. Back. I, I love that scene. Right. That was insane. Well, man, thank you so much for that. Tell, you got an overall score? I do. So she gave it damn near a perfect rating, a 10 in animation, a 10 in sound design, a nine in uh, pacing, a 10 in plot, and a 10 in characters, which averages out to a 9.8 out of 10. Oh, okay. We, we, we could tell this is one of your favorites. We could tell. <laughs> you speak so highly of it, and it's all justified. I mean... Yeah, definitely. Who knows where our review is going to lay? Find out a little bit later in this episode, but... I, you got some, you got some good, great points in there. That's kind of, um, kind of swaying me a little bit. A little bit, actually. A little I'm bit. kind of thinking about changing my score now, and I had it already. Me too. My, mine's is already <laughs> written down right here. Okay. All right. Well, spicy. Thank you so much for joining us on this review. I do want to get you on a full episode soon, though. So I hope you'll come back and come through for real and talk some more anime with us. We appreciate you, you so much. Me. Of course. Thank you, for having me. <laughs> thank you for coming. Of course. Thank you for stopping by again. You just pick a date and time. We'll, we'll bring you through again and we can talk some full anime, all right? All right, awesome. All, all right, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Spice 8. We're going to bring our boy Steve in. Uh, everybody knows Steve. We mentioned him on multiple podcasts, Blind Anime and ours, to be exact. Spoiler, Steve is in the building. He's muted. There he Hello. is. Hey, hey yeah. spoiler Steve. What's up, brother? <laughs> oh, <not> <laughs> oh man, this is one of our this is one of our favorite guys. I mean, you guys yeah. see us interacting with him on Twitter. He's awesome. He's also uh aren't you still planning some stuff for, for you as well? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing a little writing. I'm uh, trying to get my manga, my little webtoon series off the ground. Hey. I'm like uh I'm like 14 chapters in. I, I got like a, I got an artist, but he's uh, deployed right now, unfortunately. Mm. So got to have a little pause on it, but I'm just continuing to write. And all that's doing is I'm writing and then I'm going back and looking at my chapters and tweaking it. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. Change, <laughs> so changing the whole story up. <laughs> right. Though. Yeah. It's, it's, hey. <laughs> he trying to make sure you don't have all those plot holes that Black Clover got. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not not a fan of Black Clover at all. <laughs> I've tried. tried so hard. Let's go. We got spoiler Steve on our side. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm noted. It's noted. <laughs> it's noted. It's 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 in the it's written in the history books now. Spoiler Steve also don't like Black Clover, so uh sorry, Blind Um <laughs> no, I, I'm fifty six episodes in and I'm like, yo, this is not struggling. <laughs> it's not hidden. That's that's funny. Mm -hmm. All right, man, let's give let's let's talk to this bungle I mean, straight dogs. 
Let's do it, bro. All right, all right. All right, so what did you think about the overall story, seasons one through three of Bungo Stray Dogs? So the overall story, I like it. I, I feel like uh, I gave it, are we doing the ratings right now? Not or, yet, not yeah. yet. Just give your general yeah. impressions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I did, did feel like from time to time there was a, 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 a place where there was just like, Mm. Oh, I see. Okay, your audio got a little low there for a second there, but I yeah, but it got clear. It got clear as hell. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I, I got I got further away from uh, my uh, my router. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you, you sound my kids don't just jump in. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, man. So you 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 felt like it was what exactly? Because we got a little cut off there. Okay. You said you feel like the story got a little what? Uh, I just felt like it was like uh like for a while I was like I, I enjoyed the story and then after a while I felt like it was like they were setting up for another fight the whole time. Mm, yeah. Off their own story. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I can, I can see that. Okay, all right. So, so who was your favorite character in the entire series, though? Because I know you got one of those. Everybody got one in Bungo. Okay, so Dazai is my favorite character. Let's yeah, just be real. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Kenji, I love the fact that like we don't know anything kind of about him. They kind of like That's true. and dabbled in him. And it was like, the hungrier he is, the stronger he is. And that's kind of like all they really gave us. They didn't yeah. really give us very much. And um, I like the fact that he's kind of just on his own. He's like one of the only characters, like everybody else is like dapper, mm-hmm. dressed nice, yeah. and, and he's the only one in overalls with a fucking straw hat. You right, though. <laughs> that's I'm intrigued by him. I don't know necessarily if he's my favorite character, but I'm intrigued. But Dazai, obviously. You know, yeah. Dazai's pretty incredible. <laughs> he is pretty fucking incredible. All right, man. Let's uh yeah. let's uh let's run into this review now. So we're gonna start off with you with animation. What did you think about the art style, visuals, direction, scenery, and overall viewing experience? Man, I, I gave it an eight. Okay. I really, really enjoyed it. I uh, I enjoyed all the fight scenes, and then you know, it, it just looked like it, it looked really good. Yeah, like, it, it, it real neat, right? I, yeah, yeah, it's smoke. It's real smooth. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, so the next thing is the uh, sound design. Was it the story? Yeah, uh, sound design. Yeah, sound design. Yeah. Oh, oh sound design. Sound yeah. design. I gave it uh, eight. As well, just, okay. Just the, the sounds of the explosions and everything like that when they're, they're fighting and things like that. It, it, it is really funny. And then I do enjoy the anime opening for a season. Oh God, was, yeah, dude, it was fire. Yeah, the opening was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so that that definitely gets a for me. Okay, and then you like the sound effects in the in the show when they was fighting and shit too. Yeah, so eight. Okay, all right. right. Next thing we're going to roll into then, let's go with the story. What did you think about the overall plot as far as like seasons one through three, 
the, the team and the detective agency, the poor mafia, all that stuff. What do you think about that? So I really enjoyed um, the story for the most part. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the, the dynamic of the poor mafia, the story, the um, detective agency, and they were kind of like, sometimes they were beefing and yeah. they were working together right. and things like that. So I, I really enjoyed that. And then I also, I love the fact that we get the, the four years prior Mm-hmm. Finding out, like, a, you know what I'm saying, about how, like, why my man's kind of just went to the left of Port Mafia. Yep. You know I mean? Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah. I that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that little backstory, that nice little gap that they gave us. That was really Straight good. up. Super creative, too. Honestly, truthfully, like, I mean, I know this sounds dark, but they, they blew up a van with kids. Oh, yeah. Like, bro. Bro. <laughs> Yo. And. <laughs> That hit me so hard. That's when I was like, oh, yeah, this season's lit. <laughs> I was like, this season's lit. Like, this is when this shit gets real. And I wasn't, I wasn't like trying to be like, like sadistic or nothing, but it, that, that changed my perspective on that season. I was like, yep, this season might be my favorite. But, you know, that shit was rough. That's, that's how I felt. I was like, man, am I? Am I wrong for liking this? <laughs> <laughs> you feel evil as yeah. fuck, right? <laughs> like, I didn't want it to happen, but. <laughs> the fact that we didn't make it in time, I was like, yo! Yeah, like, I man. I said it real quick, and I'm like, yeah. But yeah, man. <laughs> that's crazy. Without spoiling, I guess that's spoiler alert. Oh, you can go spoil it. Yeah, it's I'm full spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> you living up to the name, bro, that's all. <laughs> so what the overall the score of it you give the story? The overall score for the uh, story, mm-hmm. I gave it a 7.5 because there were times where it was like they were setting stories up for fight. Right? Just for fights. Yeah. So I, yeah. So okay. I did give it a 7.5 for that. Wow. That's interesting. I was, okay. So I'm already liking this because we have two very different perspectives on this show. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's lovely. <laughs> it's, it's dope. Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. So the last thing is, uh, no, two things. We got pacing. What did you think about the pacing? Now, pacing, I gave that an 8.5. Okay. Because it was like, they kind of jumped straight to it. It was like. Yeah. So, did we lose him? Maybe we did for a second. Okay. (laughs) We'll wait till he come back. He should be back here shortly. He's still in the chat, so. I'm, man, this is interesting though. This is an interesting situation. Two very yeah. different dynamics when it came to this review. Yeah, that's kind of so, dope. So what? So far, he gave animation an eight, mm-hmm. sound design an eight, uh, pacing an eight point five, and the story a seven point five. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just got to do the actual characters, right? Yep. So we're waiting for the, him to come back with the pacing and then uh, the characters. He's muted now, so hopefully he come back soon. I do think between the two of them, they have uh, convinced me to change my my score on the uh, the pacing of the, the series. Pacing, really? Yeah, that's the only thing I, I'm willing to change. I would up oh, Steve. You back? Nope. Oh, uh, we lost Steve. All right. Well, we lost Steve. Unfortunately, we can't finish his review. At him on Twitter and call him a uh, hang up Steve now. oh no his new name is hang up steve i man dude this is this is fucking interesting bro oh he's back in the waiting room oh one time one more time let's try him one more time 
We, we almost gave you a new na- name from Spoiler Steve to Hang Up Steve. <laughs> like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> well, welcome back, brother. Welcome back. All right. So, yeah, what did you, yeah. where were we at, Till? I think we were at, uh, he was giving it the pacing, the 8.5 on pacing, and he's telling us why. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? It was more so like, it was like we're looking for the white tiger, and then it was like surprise, I am the white tiger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so it, it kind of, and then it was, it wasn't very much, it wasn't very much uh, episodes or whatever in between action. It was kind of like we get into it, we get into it. So I, I really gave that with the patient eight point five. Right, even though like some of it was just like we're trying to get straight to the fight yep. or whatever, but I, I enjoyed that. I gave the patient eight point five. Okay. All right, dope, man. All right, and the last category for this is going to be the characters. I'm interested to see what you think about the characters overall. So that's characters, reliability, overall development, growth, and how memorable the characters were. I gave the characters a nine. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how y'all feel about it, but nah, yeah. Respect. <laughs> I definitely gave the characters a nine. I didn't give them higher than that just because of the fact that I feel like uh, our main character actually was just like it was just like he's kind of like the still learning process mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, still and, but yeah, he's still growing. But everybody else is just like fire. Like everybody yeah. else I feel like everybody else you you grow an attachment to him, you love him. Especially my dude especially my dude Daza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight up. And I love the fact that he doesn't he didn't know that he wasn't he didn't have any power. He just he thought that he was really he had power and he could freaking solve any problem as long as he had his glasses on. And the fact that he <laughs> oh, didn't that's know a, that Rampo, yeah. that's Rampo. That's Rampo. Mm-hmm. Oh that's Rampo. My yeah, bad. Yes, it's but, cool. but it's like Yeah, Rampo was ill. Yo, that's oh my god, dude! That that whole thing where he was inside of that book solving no mysteries, man. That shit was so good. And, and I love the fact. So I didn't I didn't know this until I was uh, listening to the Vladimir thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, all the characters are based off of uh, writers. Yeah, we just. Yeah. I, I didn't I, I didn't know I didn't, I guess I didn't pay attention to it. I, I realized Edgar Allan Poe, but I didn't I didn't pay attention to anybody else. Yep. And then finding out that, and then that their powers kind of correlate with the the books and stories that they've written. I think that's really dope for a character, man, to adapt that, adapt that like that. That's dope. That is creative in general. Yeah, just overall, that was a, a creative prospect to put into a story and then build your characters and abilities around that. That was fire. Hell was yeah, crazy. man. Hell yeah. I man, I must say though, like between. Uh, I was looking at the Facebook, the Facebook poll, and you had uh, the Conan and fucking what's his name, Conan and, and Phoenix, right? Why yeah. the hell didn't you ask Rampa in there, dude? <laughs> 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 that, I, I was saying L too. Oh, L should have been in there. <laughs> I just wanted to choose two, but you, I should have, I should have added more in there. My bad, <laughs> my bad, because Rampa would have figured out like I'm like, done. That's yeah, it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we finished. It's just dope, yeah. man. I love it. All right, tell what you got for the overall score for Spoiler right. Steve, aka Hang so, Up Steve. So, Spoiler Steve, um, new alias, Hang Up Steve. 
Uh, he gave animation <laughs> an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. He gave sound design an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. He gave pacing an eight point five out of ten, and then the plot a seven point five out of ten. And of course, he gave the characters a nine out of ten, uh, putting his score at an average of eight point two out of ten. Which mm. I mean, hey. That fits though. This show is great, and I think I think that's a great score for this show. Eighty two. That's a beat. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I love the show, man. It's a I great show. For, I really love it. Yeah, same, same. All right, spoiler, Steve, aka Hang Up, Steve. We appreciate you for joining us on this uh, yeah, review, bro. This was dope. We got to get you a, a computer and everything so you can join us for a real episode one of these days. Right. Man, I, I got a computer. I should have just went for a computer, but everybody's still awake over here. Ah, I feel it. I'm living that life right now, bro. I'm living life right now. I got two of them. Maybe screaming all the time. Yeah, all right, bro. Definitely hot in the bathroom. <laughs> all right, bro. We appreciate you for joining us, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bro. All right, man. All right, man. Thank you for Of course, man. Thank of you course. for coming. Peace. All right. All right. So, we back to the show. Now, it's our turn to discuss our review of Bungo Stray Dogs. I mean, we gave our general synopsis there, but, I mean, I feel like we should do it again. Yeah, because now this is going to be our official viewpoints on each um, specific time. Mm-hmm. Like point. Shout out! Um, shout out to Spicy. Shout out to Spoiler Steve. We appreciate them for joining us. That shit was dope. We gotta do that again. Give more of yeah. a heads up next time. I think that shit was dope. It went by. Yeah. Relatively smooth. Minus hang up, Steve hanging up on us. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Listen. This I can't. Be, these are three seasons of a show that I could not believe were this good. As far as like shonen go, you know, like yeah, yeah, it blew me away to be honest. Um, I don't think I've been invested in in the show like this in a long time. I mean, minus your Tower of Gods and stuff like that, right? Like yeah. that is particularly different. I feel than something like Bungo. Um, this fucking world is incredible. Well, so like this is where remember we had that conversation a while ago. Can't remember what episode it was where the characters are the world. Yes. And one of the things that I that I wanted to say that I was kind of like just waiting for this moment for it to say was that since season one they introduced all of the groups we were going to talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. The agency is our main group. Then there's the guild, mm-hmm. and then um, there is the port mafia, mm-hmm. and then there's the rats. And they kind of introduced these groups in the beginning, and um. I was going to say, I think that's kind of like the only thing I disagreed with, like, Scuba Steve on was the fact that, uh, like, sometimes it's like they just give you someone to fight to build up to it. Yeah. Like, I agree that sometimes the fights were just, like, throwing in a fight or build up or something like that. But none of the fights were, like, people that we never had any idea where they came from, you know? Exactly. Like, they were they were given some kind of idea as a precursor ever since Atsuchi. Uh, Suchi was the only one we had no idea really who or what he was, other than the fact that there was some white tiger going around slaying people. Yes. And we don't know where it came from. Right. And uh, 
I thought in general, because of how well they introduced everything in the beginning, because we knew all of the main factions and organizations from the beginning. Straight up. And the rats was the only thing I think was introduced in season two, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, I think they were introduced in season two that kind of Very were just thrown in. Yep. But, but they had, we had an idea as to who everyone was going in and what their ambitions were, what their kind of goals were, you know? Yes. So, uh, that in general, they, they did a really good job at laying out the world and what might happen in the future for everything. I I don't think I've ever seen a show have this many fucking characters um, be so unique and come together mm-hmm. so well. Like, these characters are... Again, we hate on Black Clover a lot, but the one thing Black Clover does well is the characters. Like, the, the, the Black Bulls... And um, whoever the other people are, they do those people well because you remember like their names and stuff. Obviously, this yeah. is a little bit of a cheat code because these were actual authors, authors, but they still like the the people in the guild were so fucking daunting. They were so threatening to the series when you met them in season two. You felt like, damn, how the fuck are they going to get through this? Or yeah. when you was going through situations with the poor mafia, like, oh my god, Rashimon is insane. Like, bro, <laughs> how, how do you beat that? Like, it's literally just a black boy that does whatever it wants to do. Exactly. And it's like, it felt, it just felt right. Um, Man, I, I can't say enough good things about that particular aspect of the show. Now, I was going to say, I kind of want to ask you, since you asked up? everybody else, who's your favorite character? Oh, my God, dude. It's so hard. There's so many Because I got characters. my favorite character, but I, I want to know who your favorite character is. Oh, oh, it's like that. Man, it's so hard for me like to determine. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, right. I'm going to have to say, this is about to be fucking different. I love the leader of the Port Mafia. I yeah. love him so fucking much. His his demeanor, his, uh, I guess his daughter fetish, whatever that fucking is, was a little weird. But him as a character, yeah. the way he operated, I enjoyed it, man. But... Obviously, my favorite character is going to be the the what's his name from um the beginning of season two with the with the ability to determine where he's going to die, and then Oda. Oda, that's my favorite. He lived yeah. he lived a short life on the show, but Oda is definitely my favorite. I fucking love you, bro. That's <laughs> literally who my favorite character yeah. is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> they he, gave us five episodes with dude, and he, and was, he oh god, developed so like, well. Like, how you give me five episodes of somebody, you gonna make me love and then never see him again? Man, lose Come him, bro. on. And the way yeah, we lost was, him hurt. It hurt. And they also, it wasn't like, because the way they ended it off, they really didn't show us, but we know. Oh, And it's like, I wanted, I wanted, I just wanted so much more. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> such a good show. Such a good series. They did such, so many good things. I can't wait for another season. Straight like, up. And it, is, I can't, and it has been confirmed to be another season, too. So I, season four is I, coming. I can't believe that I had to be told to watch this. <laughs> Wasn't it James that told us? <laughs> no, it was uh, Chris Kennedy. Mm. My, well, he told me to watch it. And James might have said something after that. But Chris Kennedy was like, hey, yo, watch Bungo Straight Dogs. And I was like, all right, hey, yo, Polo, I'm watching Bungo Straight Dogs. Yep. And, and then, ever since then. Yep. After you said that, I watched the first two seasons and then stopped after stopped because I knew I had to watch the movie. I wish I didn't watch that movie. You watched that movie? <laughs> I didn't watch the movie. You told me not to. Yeah, Why would I watch it, bro? Don't watch that movie, bro. 
Spicy not, apparently thinks it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um, <laughs> I love Spicy, but that movie is just not. It's not that even it's too late. It should have been longer. That's the problem because they try to fit so much plot into this movie and it didn't work. Um, they overdid it. Mm-hmm. They didn't overdo it. They should have overdid it. They should have overdid it. That's exactly mm-hmm. right because it, it felt like it, it, it wasn't a part of any of the, the, the lore. So it wasn't like main lore. And it felt like that. And it just kind of like shoved these things in like that could have been in an episode. Like it could have yeah. been a whole season of this itself because of who the baddie was and how they try to establish everything. But it just didn't fucking work. Um, so I'm not even going to factor that into the review. But let's get into this review, bro. Let's start. All right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, as you know, the way we review, we just gave you the layout. We, we review those five categories. We break them down into one score. Combine our one score, and that's our official my check waifu waifu score. B stars is my tail fault. Um, let's go. <laughs> we talked about that already in this episode. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. We gonna reevaluate B stars episode one hundred. <laughs> we might need to. All right, let's go. What are we doing? Where are we going? All right, let's just let's go down the list from how we how we gonna do it. Animation. All right. Um. Animation was cool. Uh, I'm not as high on it as everybody else was. Like I said, the moment they dropped their faces was fucking awesome. That was the best part about it. Um, the fights looked okay. I feel like they were super average though. Like they mm-hmm. looked like a shonen, sh- like shonen fight. The movements though of the characters were super smooth. Like Steve was saying, I do agree with that. It was it was all smooth. It was all pretty, but it wasn't like spectacularly yeah. fire forced or demon slayer. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. that's where my mind goes when I think of animation because of that's of course the higher tier of our review skill. That shit, fire force and demon slayer are tens in animation. So for me, even with this different art style, I have to bring it down to about an eight. Uh, it, it wasn't bad by any means. It wasn't like subpar in any way. It was great, but it wasn't perfect. You gave it an eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, an eight All point right. great. Okay, cool. All right. Um, <clears throat> I'm writing down Polo for an eight. Yep. On animation. Goodness, he don't appreciate nothing. It's, it right. was fine. <laughs> So I'm giving it an eight on animation as well. Um, <laughs> I hate you so much. You made me believe I was lowballing it. Uh, but but so here's the thing, right? Is I thought the animation was really good. Like I thought this was honestly some of the better animation I've seen, just not the best, right? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. And I thought it was super smooth, like everyone else thought. And I thought that what they did was they they had like average animation a lot of time or like yes. good animation a lot of time. And then they really took it up a notch during those few fight scenes, like yeah. um, towards the end of season uh, one, towards the end of season two, and towards the end of season three, they Facts. really set animation up. Like when they fought uh, the money dude yes, from the bro. guild. Yeah. That whole, that, all that shit. Come on, bro. <laughs> when, um, when Oda was fighting, and when they was fighting, uh, when Chuya and uh, Dazai was fighting, dude with the, come on, bro. That animation was amazing, but it wasn't like the top tier. It wasn't like that final episode of Fire Force amazing. Exactly. It wasn't like Demon Slayer amazing, but it was still like, if it was like that the entire time, it would have been a nine. 100%. But it, it was an eight because of the fact that it's not, it would, they, they used that budget for those specific things. 100%. And remember, it was three seasons of this too. Yeah. So, uh, for it to be as consistent as it was for those three seasons, uh, like I'm 
that was great. You know what I'm saying? That was phenomenal. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, eight, eight is great. So eight is a B. So uh, that's about right for us. Yeah, well, I agree. The next right. thing, sound design. That'd be so, you. um, the sound design was actually pretty good in my mind. Uh, there were some things that weren't like amazing. Uh, I liked, uh, kind of like those moments when this was. I think this really only happened in season three. But when he would go into like that realm and kind of like talk to the the tiger, the yeah. music would change a little bit, and you could hear him rubbing the fur. That kind of stuff was really cool for me. And then the music, just in some parts where they introduced the music, was really good. Yes, um, I gave it an eight because I liked the voice actors as well. wasn't like Man. wasn't like my favorite sound design. wasn't yeah. my favorite voice actors, but it was actually one of my favorite dubs uh, with Ashley Lawson in space being my favorite dub. Mm. Uh shit, it's my turn. Uh I can't agree with you more. Like it's fucking the the voice actors in the again, we we live <clears throat> wait. Like I don't I don't know how much of the sub and dub tell watches, but I watch like I always do three and three. I do three subs, three dubs. And I do uh two of the same exact episodes, subbed and dubbed, and then I do one uh subbed full episode and then one dubbed full episode. Did, I watched the entire second season subbed and dubbed. Oh shit, damn. <laughs> the second season was my favorite season. I, I think for me, my top my top dubs are Steinsgate, Astro Lost in Space, and then this. I'm, I can't. Whoever fucking directed this show did not miss with no voices, with no faces. Like you know how sometimes there is always this one character that just whose face don't fit the voice or the voice mm-hmm. just don't work for that particular character and who he's supposed to be and pertains to the subs. But this fucking hit, bro. Like Don's eye voice was phenomenal. Uh <laughs> the fucking the Port Mafia uh leader voice was incredible. Yeah. It was so yeah. sinister, but still like Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that, under, like that uh, underworld doctor type voice. It's better than Chizuki's voice from My Hero. Yeah, straight up, straight up, <laughs> for facts. Uh, and then you got fucking the the president of the detective agency. His voice was fucking. Uh, it was it was deeper, but almost like mm-hmm. soothing. Yep, yep. You got Matthew Mercer as the assassin in hey. season three. Oh my god! I'm like, what is going on here? It was it was fire. Um, for me because of the voice acting and then because of the ending song the way they ended every episode with the song kind of dragging inside of the episode and kind of fading in and out whew, was fire uh i'm gonna go with an eight eight for sure mm. isn't that what you gave it yeah shit okay all right all right <laughs> <laughs> all right polo you hitting us with that uh pacing right all right so the pacing fuck man i cannot I cannot go below an 8.5 with the pacing. Um, I can't go higher because you're, I'm going to go with a nine. Um, I'm going to go with a nine. <laughs> I can go higher and I can go higher. I think the best pacing obviously is Astro Lost in Space Steel episode per episode, but I had to take my mind out of my, um, my binge mind frame because week to week, this would have sucked. Like this kind of would have sucked week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the only reason why it gets, uh, well, it's, it's, it was about to get an 
But then I remember that fuck that I binged it, and that's the way you should watch the show. It's fucking great. Yeah, story beats are are on point. I I don't think there was a low in the story, and you know what? My what I thought was going to lower my pacing score was when they tried to bring back well not when they tried to bring back when they brought back the leader of the guild when they bring brought him back for that episode with him coming out of the gutters basically essentially. I was watching, I'm like, oh, no, this is going to fuck up the pacing for me because what the fuck is he here for? Because I know they're not about to recycle this dude. So uh-huh. what the fuck is going on? But it was for a reason. And that reason. It was imperative. That, it was so imperative. Hell yeah. Yeah, it gets a nine. That pacing was fucking fire. Right when you thought it was about to be bad, it was great. So I thought the pacing was great on this uh, series as well. Like I said, I think they did a really good job with the first like five episodes of each season. Like, like how do you do that, bro? Oh, man. Like, how do you start off so strong? And then like the, the second and third season still ended very strong as well, too. I think the first season ended strong as well. It didn't have as strong of a beginning yeah. as the second and third. But the first season was good. The second and third seasons, I think, were like definitely top tier seasons for an yeah. anime. They, they yeah, they definitely grew. Um, I gave the pacing an eight. Um, initially I was going to give it a 7.5, mm. uh, but I honestly, I think that this is awesome. It's probably some of the better pacing in anime. Yes. And, uh, I, I can, I could definitely justify giving it 8.5 out of 10 because of the fact that there were no moments in this anime that I felt like were unnecessary. Exactly. Um, or even like just uncalled for, like right. when they were bringing dude back, like you said, um, when they, I think the episode was called "The Rising of Fitzgerald" or something yep, like that's that. Exactly what it was called. When they were bringing, yeah, because I, I was I paid attention to that specific. Because like, why are they bringing him back? When they brought him back and him trying to get his money back and back into the fold kind of idea, like I was like, okay, they're bringing him back for a reason because it would be stupid to introduce him again to recycle and, him again. Yeah. yeah, and like the other episode, I think that would have almost thrown my pacing off was a. Uh, when the dude with the white hat, um, Fodor, mm-hmm. when he was fighting that first dude from the um, mafia in that cell, and he kind of tricked him. Oh yeah, like, bro! I thought I'm like, okay, so this episode He's is what? like, but when it happened, like when everything played out, and it was more of a, just justifying showing his his ability without actually using his ability. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> this is what this is. It was the introduction um, of your antagonist for the entire season. Yeah, it was, it, it was fire. Um, I gave it an eight. Um, I'm also very surprised you gave it a higher score than me. I know. I, I just I couldn't. Maybe it was because I didn't have to watch season one and or season two like you had to because I already uh-huh. watched it. I just watched season three because I mean that's all I really need to watch. Yeah. Um, they did recap everything pretty well too, though in season definitely. Three. So I Definitely. did enjoy that. Like after after the first five episodes, well, I think it was this one. Well, yeah, this one was still five episodes. After those first five episodes was done, they recapped it real nicely going into the sixth. Um, I cannot believe they summed up so much story in the few episodes that they, they had. Like, because technically it was only, what, 13 episodes? Yeah. Wow. So, so good. So good. So uh, you want me to lead into plot? Yes, sir. All right. So, um, the story of this series, in my opinion, like it's a, it's a multi-headed 
dragon, right? Mm-hmm. This story is a fucking Hydra, Straight where you're up. getting the story of the guild, the port mafia, the agency, Dazai specifically, mm-hmm. Atsushi, Oda, uh, Chuya. You're getting story about everyone in this fucking show. Um, Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. The only person I think we didn't get any story about is maybe Kenji and Lovecraft. Yep. Everybody else, like Loki, we got story about. We got story about Kyoko Izumi, the girl with the with the Ugh. demon snow. Um, we got a story about what feels like everybody, and I love it. I love this story. Uh, they did a really good job. Don't cry, Polo. You like you about to cry. Oh, it was. I gave the story 8.5 out of 10. I, I know it might be a little high for you, but I'm giving it 8.5 out of 10. No, because that's exactly where I lay in it, too. I think the story is a definite 8.5. Again, 10s for us are Astro Lost in Space. Uh, Kanad was also a high, very high on the story beat. <laughs> I think we both gave Kanad like a 9 or 9.5. You might have gave Kanad a 10. It, I gave it a 10. Um, so that's those are the, the epitome, but this is definitely qualifies as as a as a B plus for sure, and I man, they gave us so much story on Demon Snow, and just literally like six minutes. Yeah, I mean, through obviously throughout the series, they were dropping in little hints of why and what. Um, but the entire time we believed that Demon Snow killed her parents, which I mean she did technically, but it's because her it parents was a told reason. it was a, a really good reason, and that shit was fire. That's crazy because I, I had an eight point five two for 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 my story. I feel like that was low. I feel like we low bought it, but it, I, I kind of feel like that too. But I don't know. How, how can we go higher? What did we give nine as far as story goes? You know, you got to think about that. Is this story better than Clannad's? Is this story better than Astro Lost in Space? Is it better than Grimgar? This this didn't make me cry. It's not better than Grimgar. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And like, I'm not gonna say it's better than Made in the Abyss on story. I'm not gonna say it's better than Steins Gate on story. See, so eight point five is justified. Yeah. Yeah, eight point five is gonna be justified. Yeah. So I think that's how we gotta we gotta look at these reviews sometimes, you know. All right, Polo. All uh, right, characters. characters. What you feeling, bro? Oh my god! Yeah, she uh, about to get these characters a ten. Just nah, so y'all know, heads uh-uh, up. Not at all. Um, Watch this. I love the characters. I love them to death. It was a lot of them. They explained them well. They gave them great stories. I'm gonna give it a nine. Mm-hmm. It's not a ten because Astro Lost in Space is a ten. Um, mm-hmm. But I still loved these characters to death, man. Like I said, you can even love people like Oda for five episodes. Or you can even love people like the the leader of the Port Mafia. Like, I enjoy this fucking character. I enjoy Danzai, of course. Uh, like, spoiler, Steve Rambo was fucking incredible. Um, Kenji, would, what, what the fuck was he about? You know, like, it, it's so much in it that you can love about these characters. I even love, what's the doctor chick name again? Oh, uh, fucking I'll Kill You? Yeah, I'll Kill You. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What's her name? What's her name? Where's she at? Uh, I can't find her. Well, yeah, the the doctor. I yeah, the doctor her. chick. I love her, too. Her stability was insane. Oh, man. Oh, Ichio. Ichio, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. 
man, so much, so many things about the characters I love. So definitely not, justifiably so. Now we're not as biased as Spicy because this is like one of her favorite shows. So, but I mean, hey, I can understand why understand this would be some, why, why yes. this is your favorite. I Facts. can definitely understand why. Um, so, uh, do you want to run through our yeah. ratings? All right. Oh, I don't have them written down. Oh, uh, I can I, give I you do. the. Here we go. I got you, bro. Here it is. Before we get into the average of our scores. Here's everything that we've rated so far. So at number 16 is Dr. Stone with a 7.8. My Hero Season 4, 7.9. Gangsta, 7.95. Shivery of a Fell Knight, 7.95. Darwin's Game, 8.5. Made in Abyss, 8.5. That was the collab with Blanamay. Uh, Blanamay. Uh, Steins Gate, we gave an 8.65 at number 10. At number 9, we gave Erased. 8.75 <laughs> number 8 B stars 8.85 <laughs> and uh, number 7 Demon Slayer at an 8.8 <laughs> number 6 Vinland Saga at a 9.25 number 5 Grimgar at a 9.3 4 Promise Neverland 9.3 Fire Force 9.35 Clannad 9.8 and then our number 1 review show is Astro Lost in fucking space <laughs> cause that show is incredible <laughs> 100%. Uh, all right, tell. So, Spicy gave it a 9.8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Scuba Steve gave it 8.2 out of 10. Polo gave it 8.5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And I gave Bungo Stray Dogs 8.3 out of 10. Mm. Which, this is, I think, the first time I've given something a lower score than Polo. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so between... Other than... Uh, yeah, this, I think this is... Yeah, so between the, first, the, the two Mike Check Waifu Waifu folks, what did we give? Mike Check Waifu Waifu gave it an 8.4 out of 10. 8.4. So that falls just below. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. Um, and I don't feel like it's, it's worse than Darwin's game. Me either. <laughs> but also, I do think. Darwin's game was your baby, so you might might have been another one. <laughs> yeah, I might have had to take the uh, take the. But um, eight point four. Now a, remember, y'all, eight point four is still great. I wonder what Rob J gonna think. Oh shit! No, um, eight point four is still great though. If if we put all of the scores we got today together in a group, um, it was an eight point seven out of ten. Eight point seven. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> 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 no, we can't do that. We can't do that. Let's go. No, we are. We good. Yeah, eight point four. Okay, so that put places Bungle, Bungle, Stray Dogs at an eight point four at number thirteen, just below Darwin's game. Which fuck, dude? No. Wow. Hey, Wait. so that means B stars and Darwin's game go on the reevaluate list. <laughs> Facts, dude. Facts. Because I'll tell you right now, B-Star is in 8.85. And fucking Darwin's game is not better than Bungle Stray Dogs. I can tell you that much. Mm. Damn. All right. So we got so, two on the reevaluate list. But except for Demon Lord Retry. That stays on the shit list. That stays on the, shit list. the shit list, yeah. Demon Lord Retry is on our Hall of Shame at a negative point seven point seven five. <sighs> Bro. Next up, Gleepnir. 
<laughs> nah, it's not gonna be negative. It's not that bad. I'm just joking. It's gonna be low though. That shit gonna be yeah, low. Oh, bro, I, I definitely rated it low. <laughs> Damn, man, I'm kind of looking oh, forward wait. to hearing that. What's the anime T just tweeted on Twitter. Uh, she said she could not get past episode three of Gleepnir. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> See what I said? Gleepnir is just not. It's okay. not okay. Okay, so maybe I was wrong. Maybe people aren't feeling it as much as I thought they were. Yeah, I thought people was hype about it, Me but too. I guess I guess the reality is we thought people were hype, so we just kept watching it, and the reality is not. Nah, nah, no one's feeling that. They feel us. All right, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Next week is 56. If you want to give us, uh, let's get, get the rundown going. All right. So, as you all know, we just finished our review of Bungle Stray Dogs <laughs> with... Um, Myself giving it 8.3, Polo giving it 8.5, Scuba Steve giving it 8.2, and Spicy Lady giving it a 9.8, because that's her favorite. Um, <laughs> Polo, when we came back from our break with Nix and Black, you know, on that break, ooh, that was a great song. Yeah, Polo yeah. gave a recommendation of Toradora, and I gave a recommendation of Paranoia Agent. Let's go. Um, cool. You know, both of those slice of life from Polo, my little bit of a uh, little creepy juice in you. <laughs> okay. um, then we talked about Gleepnir. How Gleepnir kind of was just a miss in general, mm-hmm. a hard miss. Facts. Uh, then Polo pandered before we got into Gleepnir because, you know, he was trying to procrastinate. <laughs> he didn't really want to talk about it. Straight up. But we, we don't get into that too much. Um, Tower of God was a complete hit because mm-hmm. it is what it is. And actually, I think in my, I low-key think it deserves some more love. Polo, I, 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 I yeah. can assume you think it deserves a little Facts. more love. Um, then we're hyped about Kid See Ghost, that kid Cuddy and Kanye West. Mm-hmm. What's that going to be hitting for? That's going to be good. I know. Um, favorite anime clothing collaborations. Hey, um, shout out to Jay Shakur for that. We appreciate you, bro. And then how ID Invaded was just good. Polo said pretty good. I said it was good. You know, Polo be overrating stuff sometimes. Stop you know, watch, watch it. <laughs> and then um, we started off the show with my introspection of Beastars and how, what the fuck is Beastars, bro? Like <laughs> introspection of B stars, why I specifically liked it so much. Yes, but it may have not resonated with others how it resonated with me. Right, right, right. All right, yeah. So, uh, I this episode, I know the video version is a little wonky right now. So, bear with us. We are gonna get that call in review service down packed. That was the first time we've ever done something like that, and we only had a day of planning of it. I think it worked out well. I found it to be incredible. Minus hang up, Steve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but thank shout out to Hang Up Steve and uh and Spicy Lady for joining us for that. That that shit was fun. We definitely want to do more of that. And um, I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike Check. I'm about to go play some um, Planet Coaster. (laughs) I'm going to leave that in there, too. (laughs) You're now tuned into Mike Check Life and Life.